When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to an Irreverent Media Podcast. Go to irreverent.fm for more content from our friends. Hello, I'm Sarah. Hi, I'm Kevin. And, and we're, we're your favorite, favorite aunts. aunts. We finally nailed it. We did it. Okay, we're two best friends who have a lot in common and a lot on our mind. And each week we're going to tell you what is on said minds, pop culture, Christian subculture, everything in between. And also we ask, uh, we answer some questions from listeners, people like you. And like your favorite aunts, we've got lots of opinions and a few drinks in us. Because it's um, it's more fun that way, right? So let's get into it. This is a new episode of Your Favorite Aunts. Oh. I, didn't, I didn't realize that the music like stopped playing... Like, didn't play all the way to the end. And so, like, there's, like, two minutes of quiet. And I'm like, well, that's yeah, meditation. Weird. You know what it is? It's you and your sneaky meditation. You're just trying to get people to meditate without their consent. I want you, I want, no. Like, you can't get someone to meditate without their consent. That's not how it works. You don't accident, you don't trick someone into being mindful. You that's are. Not how. Everybody's like, oh, this song's great. And then the music stops and they're like, did it actually stop? Or is the divine asking me to pause? You know? I mean, I think that's what the divine is asking us and to do in every moment, personally. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. And you're forcing it on others. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're right. I'm forcing my religion on others. I'm here to... Uh, this is my cult meeting, everyone. If you think that you're here for a podcast, you're not. It's time to join the cult. Your favorite ants. Yeah, yeah, I feel like a cult would start with... Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. if it's going to be a cult, it should be fun. You know? That's true. That is true. Yeah. I think, like, make cults fun for the first time. Um, I've also got friends of mine who used to be in a cult, and they're just like, yeah, it's, like, not funny. And I'm like, oh... Okay. Sorry, we are tr- what are we, we are activating your trauma. Sorry about yeah. that. Yeah. Anyways, stop. hi. Um hi. welcome. We're back um we're back. from outer space from the other side of the world from Narnia. And yeah, this is your favorite ants. I am uh Cindy Lopper. <laughs> and I am Cindy Crawford. <laughs> and together. We're your favorite ants. Those would one hundred percent be our favorite ants. Yeah. So we're here. Um I'm queer, and we are drinking some beers. Um, what are you drinking this week, Sarah? I am actually drinking a hard kombucha called Juneshine because. What is it with people in hard booch, man? <laughs> hard booch. Hard booch. Not my uh, thing. So here's the thing: I went to the grocery outlet that has great non-spawn, uh, great prices on things, and uh, I saw a hard kombucha, and it was kind of like. Not that mm. as expensive as I thought it would be. And so I got it. And then my mind is like, well, I want to be healthy because I was away for like three mm. weeks and I didn't eat. We ate a lot of biscuits, did you mm. and I, Kev? And so I thought, oh, I'll, I'll like change my life and get, you know, get a little cleaner. And so I got a kombucha that happens to have alcohol in it. This is not 
Um, whatever, man. Like whatever. You can we can tell ourselves whatever we need to tell ourselves to feel better. So if that makes you feel good, I am all for it, sis. Okay, so what are you drinking? I am drinking my lady. Heller High Watermelon by 21st Amendment Brewing. Um, note, I love the artwork. It's literally, oh, literally it. snacking. She's I out love, here. I love it. Um, and uh, it's the end of summer. And so now beers are transitioning into like heavier things and like, like very small taste. Yeah, I'm a summertime beer kind of girl. And then red wine in the winter. Yeah. How do you, you don't feel good about the pumpkin? The pumpkin edition? A lot of people do like a pumpkin. Like because it's not pumpkin enough for me. Like the thing is just like if I want pumpkin, I want it to taste like honestly because I want a pumpkin pie. You know, I don't mm-hmm. just want like a hint of pumpkin spice. I want cinnamon, I want sweetness, I want mm-hmm. you know, I want it all. I'm a little bit of a glutton for gluten. I'm a glutton for gluten. Oh my gosh, that's a t-shirt. Why am I always thinking of t-shirts? But that Listen, would be a If you t-shirt. want to create your t-shirt shop, of all the weird sayings that you say, someone might buy them. You might bake a couple dollars, Sarah Heath. Is it my mom? Because there's dad? somebody out there who wants to buy it. Yeah, Maybe. and that's fourteen dollars in your pocket. Oh, which you know. Do you make fourteen? A little bit of effort can make you fourteen dollars. <laughs> Anyways, um, this is um, a wonderful show, uh, a live stream show, and also a podcast. So please, if you have not already, it's apparently it's International Podcast Day, Sarah. Did you know? <gasps> Oh, happy International Podcast Day. Yeah, and one of these stupid made-up holidays. I know, but um, I'm so glad it, we get to podcast together, like besties podcasting on the International Day. Yeah, it's like, you know, the friends of Day. I love it. Um, so anyways, we want to say hello to everyone watching live, and we want to put you up in our cute little chat window. So please say hello. Tell us what your pronouns are. Tell us where you are in the world. And also, tell us what how the drinking. hell are you. Yeah. And if you're drinking something. Right. We've um, already got we've already got people talking about a pumpkin ale night owl. It tastes like pumpkin pie in a glass. This is something you need to try. Mm, mm, mm. Sierra with the with the big with the big things. Um but yes, um Sarah, I would love to know how the hell are you? How's it I'm going? Re- I'm really good. Um I did a big thing. I did a big girl thing today, a big lady thing. I um got a business accountant. And yes. some new business software. So all day I've I've been just walking around feeling like I'm a business. Um, and I just got back from Europe, and so I have yeah. I'm hella jet lagged, but I had the best week of my life. It was fantastic. And then you and I are coming back off of Wild Goose, which was fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But now it's like I mean I'm back to reality and uh, back to like business stuff. So I yeah. sweat. Eminem snap back to reality. I know. It's so funny. I was in this meeting, like phone meeting and sorry for all the sounds of the planes. There is a air show tomorrow and they're just, they're just doing air show things above us practicing. They are practicing their art form. They are. Um, So I was on this business meeting with this accountant in New York, talking to them about like signing up for all their business stuff. And I was sweating through my clothes, just sweating through my clothes. So, um, because I get nervous about all this stuff, but we did it. And I, I'm working really hard to not like need everybody's input about how I'm doing things. I'm like, this sounds great. We're going to do it. So I did it. Mm-hmm. So that's how that went. Phenomenal. I'm proud I of know. you. Thank you. How the hell are you? Um, doing 
uh, pretty exceptional, I would say. Like um, the past two that. weeks, I have, uh, I mean, I've, I've taken some time off from doing my other podcast, A Tiny Revolution, you know, because it's International Podcast Day. So I'm going to talk about my other podcast. So, okay. Um, but just being able to take a step back and focus on other projects. I'm currently working on my book proposal, which I'm supposed to have to my agent by tomorrow. But I don't think I'm going to get it to him by tomorrow. It's probably going to be Monday because I've been working hella hard on filling up the cohort for um, what's it called? What's this called? What's this thing called that I do? Coaching. My coaching cohort. But is it a, um, a t- is it the table? Uh, yeah, so it's called the full title is the Crowded Table Winter Cohort 2021. Um, winter Cohort for short, and it's delicious. I've already there's 15 people who have joined, and then I'm having three people who have worked with me before join, and I still got like 10 more clients or 10 more people I'm supposed to talk to. So like I'm actually extending. I realized what I wanted to do is we're just gonna wait till after retrograde's over and meet on the full moon. <laughs> I love you so much. I'm dead serious because I, I, was just, I was looking at the stuff. I was looking at my life and also just like, I've got 10 more people to talk to. So like, let's, you know, as what was that one guy? He said, I'm not in a hurry. Oh my gosh, I literally listened to that song today. It's like the only time I've listened to a worship song in the last three months. And it was that song. Because that song is that. Okay. That entire album. When like, I don't mean. Oh, I, it's just, it's, it's so good. good. It's, it's really, so good. really good. And also Again, just like it's one of the few songs that I don't have a problem with. Like theologically, it's pretty sound. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's very processed theology because this is how I get when I lead worship is like, I am singing to my body and my body is also singing to me. And so like mm-hmm. when my, when God sings to me saying, open my eyes, I want to see you. I'm just like God saying, it's almost just like I, I picture myself looking in a mirror and my body saying, open my eyes. I want to see you. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I and just love like, this. Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I just love the idea of, um, you know, the not in a hurry thing. Cause I think our whole, everything we've, mm-hmm. we've been taught is like, especially within church, right? Church. If any, if any of you, sorry about activating anyone's trauma, but if you grew up going to a church or you grew up in a church or working in a church, it's always like everything is so you got to, I mean, the world could end. We got to go. We got to do everything is so important. Got to do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And there's no Slow. slowing down and there's no pausing. Mm-hmm. There's no reflecting. And it's so um, antithetical to what, you know, if you did read scripture that those of us mm-hmm. who follow the Christian tradition, Jesus did a lot of slowing down. And also he went off to take naps. Like, he's like, he was always going out to be by himself. You know why? Because being with people is exhausting. And he knew, he's like, I got to get by myself. There is something about having a solitude practice. Yeah. I mean, not to preach, like not to be but that also. aunt, not to be that hippie aunt in the corner, but to be that hippie aunt. Yeah. So the show is really about us being the aunt that you needed and we wanted. <laughs> that yeah. we needed and wanted. Yeah. The, the aunt that, your inner aunt. Although I have to tell you, part of the like joy of me being in England was that I got to go and be with my aunts, like my second cousins who are like aunts to me. And then I got Mm. to call my aunts in Canada and just tell them how much I love them and chat with them and talk to them and realize just how much family means to me. And I, um, as someone who lives in like is from three countries, I don't often get to do 
the family thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm often very jealous of people. I mean, you and I do a hell of a Thanksgiving celebration, but I don't Listen, get to do. Here's, here's the tea is I'm trying to go down to Thanksgiving with Josh and Adrian in Florida. <gasps> and I'm, and I'm not saying <laughs> that we could split an Airbnb, but I am saying that we could get our dogs and bring, we could bring Dirty our rotten dogs. church kids and friends oh. and aunts. A, a, dir- a dirty, rotten Friendsgiving. Oh, my gosh. I love it. <gasps> oh, my God. An awkward Wednesday party. <gasps> this is genius. Listen, do you, do you celebrate Awkward Wednesday? Did you it's, ever celebrate Awkward Wednesday? What's Awkward Wednesday? Awkward Wednesday is the day when you – so, like, everyone goes off to college and you come back right. to your hometown for Thanksgiving, so everyone's in town on a Wednesday. But you don't know what you're supposed to do on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving, so all of your friends go to the same bar, get a little fucked up. Because it's like it's awkward Wednesday, just sitting around with my family, don't know what to do. Right. Let me go celebrate that with my friends who I haven't seen. And now we're all old enough to go to the bar. Awkward so Wednesday. for me, I think awkward Wednesday was when you would come home from college and you'd go to the mall and you'd see all the people that you went to high school with and you wouldn't know what to do. Like, hi. Mm. Well, the thing is, like, I, I mean, I was friends with a lot of like people from same. Was I friends? Was I friends? Now I'm trying to think back. I will say the thing that I really enjoyed recently. Um, I went to a fraternity brother's wedding. That was where I was uh, gone a couple weeks ago. Actually, while you were in England, I was in Richmond, Virginia at a wedding. And I know we would have been so cute with our outfits standing beside each other, but that's a whole nother story. You know, next time there's an international wedding. Yes. You know, uh, we'll, we'll figure that Invite out. Invite us when to I- your weddings. We have so many international listeners and viewers. Oh, yeah. Invite us to your weddings. We are so fun at a wedding. Yeah. And also, like, we write a pretty good, like, liturgy. And, and, like, my ceremonies bring people to tears. Just saying. Mm, I've got a bunch coming up, which is exciting. You know why? Because I'm a poet. Um, Anyways, um, I don't want to spend too much time jawing on. uh, Even though I'm... um, For Richard Brown, who asked... Uh, where should we? What's the album? Um, it's unite. It's will something or other in United Pursuit, and I couldn't tell you what the album is if I'm being honest. But the um, song but if you is look, not, not in, a hurry. in a hurry. Yeah, you can Google it. Google, Google it. <laughs> yeah, you could Google it. So let's go ahead and get into our first segment. Did you? Yes, I love, I think that's weird and I like it. And I'm going to keep it for now. (laughs) This is why we're friends, because I adore that right there. Yeah, it's weird and wonderful. Um, Anyways, this is the segment of the show where we talk about pop culture, Christian subculture, and anything else that we find quite interesting. Sarah, take it away, because you've got a few things that you wanted to bring to the, the people's attention. Yeah. So the first one is that I was reading a bunch of, um, because of our friendship, I have started reading People Magazine because I'm tired of you telling me that I don't know what the hell is going on, which is true. I don't. Um, So so you picked up People Magazine? Is that not what I should pick up? I mean, I just think you should get on Twitter. Oh, is Twitter where you you find out all the gossip? Yes. Like, of course, like that's like exactly where it is or like, but anyways, I'm glad that you picked something up because. Cause I was now, driving you crazy. Anyways. But I read it. I mean, it wasn't, 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. Shakira oh, we have a slight delay, a... don't we? It's mm, okay. Just slightly, it, but keep going. It catches up. Shakira was um, attacked by wild boars in the middle of Barcelona, <laughs> and her bag was destroyed, and she saved her son. And then I read, I went down the hole of this, the rabbit hole. Did you hear that there is a large problem in European city streets right now with wild boars? Huh. They think because of, like, covid and less people were out in the streets and so boars have taken over the city and she was in the middle of barcelona and the boar destroyed her beautiful handbag and threatened the life of her and her child while she said and she said not today <laughs> not today she said, these hips don't lie this these hips do not lie she said i will destroy you my breasts are firm like mountains <laughs> she said no no what she says she says you're lucky you're lucky that my breasts are small and humble so that you don't confuse them with mountains <laughs> and that's what she said to those those pigs both They're men like, and pig were they men oh. do you think do you think the wild boars were actually just a euphemism for men running oh. running around in the streets the, the wild <laughs> boars maybe and they grabbed her handbag and tore it up because they wanted her attention Mm-hmm. And then she started singing her song. I love it. So yeah, that's that's the first thing I needed to bring up. Do thoughts you have and anything? Prayers, thoughts, thoughts, thoughts and prayers. prayers. Um, it's been a while since we've been together, and so my thought that I wanted to bring up to the table is, um, I just really wanted to take a second to talk about Montero, um, aka the new album um, by Lil Nas X. I'm going to pull up a quick little image. I'm hoping uh, it's him and Dolly Parton. That's what I'm hoping for. Oh my gosh, that image. Actually, let me just pull up that image. Because that makes uh, me want to weep. And her whole comments on it. Speaking of, miss me while you're doing that. My mean grandma died on my wedding day. I could have used some of your favorite aunt's energy there. I am so oh, sorry baby. that your grandmother upstaged your wedding day by dying. That's rude. Yeah. What a rude. No offense, but what a rude bitch. <laughs> but also, I'm so sorry. That's hard because then the date becomes a difficult date. Yeah. Well, it, um, I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to stop with my high thoughts right now before I say something stupid. Um, but I, I, I do want to, so I wanted to talk about um, this delicious image of Dolly Parton and yes. Lil Nas X together. Um, I think this is actually at the CMAs before, way before his transition to Monteroville. Um, but when Lil Nas X was at the um, BBC One studio, um, he did a cover of Jolene. First and of she all, she loves it. She, she lo- loves it. It's so, I mean, who doesn't love it? Because the truth it's is, so look, the th- I was blown away that he didn't jump the octave because I feel like every single vocalist in the room was just like, Are, is he going to jump the octave? And he didn't. Excuse me. He kept it down in the basement, which I thought that was a pretty cute time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing. Um, but also, can that- we can we just for a minute as an, as artists, the risk, the risk of doing anything, like of going anywhere near that queen, like mm-hmm. of doing any of her work, that risk is huge to like, mm-hmm. like to even approach a Dolly moment. And, and he said, he said, the thing about it is, is that like, if you try to approach a Dolly Parton song or anything like that mm-hmm. with uh like trying to be as good as dolly you're not going to do nope. it well nope. which is nope. why you have to literally approach the song as your complete damn self um and that's what he did he approached it as a queer black man 
with a delicious deep voice. I loved it. Um, and I also want to talk about his album, which came out Montero. This is the album artwork. It's full, like mm. everything I wanted. It's like, it's like, it's paying homage to like early internet with like some of like the, the really cheesy, like clip art shit on here. But then also it's like, <laughs> but also um, it looks no, like a like binder. That- it looks like uh, Paul, Paul Frank. No, Lisa Frank. Frank. Lisa Frank. No, Lisa Frank. Was it Lisa, Lisa Frank? Are you sure? I'm good. Yes, because I wore. I had Lisa Frank everything, and you weren't out. Lisa. Girl, don't talk to me. <laughs> Listen, I, first of all, I didn't understand that. Like, I didn't know that. Like, you know, you could be Christian and be gay. Like, I didn't. Oh. It was never an option. And so, like, until I stumbled into it, like in in high school, you know. Um, it was just, uh, sorry. Until I noticed it in high school, like I just didn't know. Cause I don't know. I was just kind of a late bloomer in that regard, I guess. I will say this. I, it's beautiful artwork. It's also, um, and the album is also fucking stunning and delicious. And like, it is stunning. I haven't listened it is to just, all of it. I still need listen to, to it. All, like, listen Can on I, your next drive on. Just, I mean, you don't gotta listen to it right now, but like when you're in the car, put it on, just play it through. Well, I always say like every single album deserves to be listened through one time nice. in order, at least. Which also I'd like to say Casey Musgraves, who also performed at the VMAs, so did good. star did you watch a performance of Starcrossed? <gasps> no. Was it so and good? I, yes, because she pulls up an entire heart that catches on fire. Like everything oh, looks like it's the most dramatic Enneagram for shit I've ever seen. It's amazing. <laughs> Just like here I am, um, I'm gonna like actually have a heart on fire. That is very mm-hmm. that is very enneagram for Jesus, Jesus. Obviously, Obviously. Uh, what is uh what's your next uh, any any more things to bring up back the attention of the people? Um, okay, since we're talking about musicians, did you see the thing about Eminem? Did you hear about Eminem showing his mom's restaurant open yesterday? The restaurant mm-hmm. is. Uh, sells spaghetti it has a drive-thru a drive-thru spaghetti restaurant yes if it's good and eminem like literally just popped in and like served people and people were losing their goddamn minds because it's eminem and like the image is so cute of him in the drive-thru like freaking Mm -hmm. people out that is kind of spaghetti literally the restaurant is called mom's spaghetti Brilliant. See, that's called the gag. It is the that's gag. The, it is, it the, is gag. the gag. And it's better, like, like no offense, but Wahlburger's terrible, apparently. Like, Wahlburger doesn't taste good. Been there, it's horrible. It's really? Not good. Bummer, I love I them. Mean, I mean, I'm sure they're great, but the thing about it is, is that just because you have money doesn't mean the thing you're going to make is great. But of course, people are going to go there and buy it because it's them, and that's what capitalism is. Capitalism is a celebrity, baby. As Vive things that are not great, but people buy. Um, also, the McRib is back. And I just feel like we should talk about that. You want to talk about this? I mean, all I need to say is that I think it's funny. <laughs> this is what you want to talk about? This is... <laughs> I hate the, like, I don't, like, I can't. I don't want to even, like, how? Why? I don't. <laughs> I do not in any way. Also, like, the fact that they, like, um, my science teacher had a hamburger in his desk from McDonald's that never, ever 
molded. If you want to be disturbed, his hamburger never molded. Now, here's the thing I will say is that there is a lot of shame around eating certain kinds of food. And sometimes you only have access to certain kinds of food. No shame. And did my ass go through a McDonald's drive-thru the other night? Because I needed some chicky nuggies. Yes. Were you talking to me? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I think you were talking to me when you were like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, well, I got to get off the phone. Got to order these nugs. (laughs) Because you know why? I mean, because like, here's also the deal for me is that like, I forget to eat. I don't know why that's not a priority. I'm trying to like make it a priority in my life to like feed myself. What a concept. Um, We're getting better. I'm okay. I'm also, this is completely off topic. I'm considering joining a CrossFit gym. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On both of our faces. Whoa. It just That's like some Sarah shit. Well, because like I, I, I'm, I'm currently in a place right now where like I, I'm trying to think of creative ways to meet new people and make some new friends and like expand my circle a little bit further. Because right now, all my work is digital, and so like most of the people I interact with are online, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. No. But I don't have anywhere in town to go besides like church on Sunday, or like Daniel's house, Keith's house. So I'm like, someone said Sierra, so speaking of cults. cults. Yeah, I actually wrote an entire thing about how um, CrossFit is a great cult. I mean, like. But also, uh, if you just be careful, only because CrossFit, some of the, um, if they don't have really good coaches, they easily um, harm people's shoulders. We can talk about it later. There is actually, like for this one I'm looking at, you have to go through their their beginners course thing it's like five different classes you have to take and like the coaches say like if you if you're not ready we're gonna tell you that you need to do the class again until you get these movements down so you don't fuck up your shit well because i know here there's a really amazing lgbtqia uh it's in long beach crossfit gym that my friend belonged to long even though beach. she wasn't you just had to prove you're an ally, but prove you're an ally. You just had to say, this is fine. Um, and uh, no, I, like it, this, when I open my gay gym, every, like, if you're not queer, I, you have to prove your shit. Okay. Also, I thought about a CrossFit gym called equally yoked. That was like a, for it. a Christian gym where we just make money off of like dude bros. Oh yeah. Exploit. want to be equally yoked. Yeah. I, thought it was I think we should. I think we should absolutely exploit Christians. <laughs> I what? love that you mean that. I love that you mean that. Yeah, I absolutely. Uh, and I also think that we should tax the church unless they can prove that they're actually doing good in the community. If I you're a 501c3, that means you're a nonprofit. Nonprofits, what do they do? <clears throat> they help people. I love that you just burped before saying that. It's like you had to get the devil out and then you could say I it. did. This is this beer makes me gassy. <laughs> okay. Also, the last thing we should talk about, unless you have something mm-hmm. else, we've been talking about it for a long time. Brittany. Mm. I spelled her name wrong. I'm so sorry. I know you're so mad at me. I mean, I'm just more embarrassed for you. If I'm being I know honest. on Twitter I spelled Brittany wrong. This is why I don't go on Twitter. This is why Brittany, you and Mason, Brittany. You and Mason. Um, make fun of me and I deserve every moment of it because I am not. No, we don't make fun of you. We just like, we just point out, I'm just like, girl, come on. You can, like, we just believe in more. We want more for you. (laughs) 
<laughs> you could be better, Sarah, on Twitter. No, no, no. We don't want you to be better. We just want you to be your best. <laughs> and we just think that this moment, like, is uh, a moment where it's not my best. You know, you could be stronger. Like, you're you're stronger than yesterday. We just want you to show everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm not yet a woman. What's the song? I'm not a girl. Not yet a woman. Anyways, we are out here to talk about Miss Spears. Um, the judge said that Jamie Spears, her father, who has been the conservator of her estate for so long. Uh, right. You know, we're saying bye, bye, bye to that. And Miss Spears is now experiencing uh, the first taste of freedom. We're happy for her. Uh, uh, but who is her conservator now? Do we know? Because she's still not. Well, the thing is, according to the documentaries, uh, is the reason they didn't just ask for the terminated, the the conservatorship to be terminated is that they want, like, if they suspend it, then they get to do the investigation into Jamie's misuse of funding. So it's like, it's a completely strategic move on their part. Because he's trying trying to get out. Oh, good for her. I gotta tell you. I know we're similar age, although they say she's 39. I thought we were the same age, but maybe she's 39. Really? I thought we were, I thought she was the exact same age as me, but maybe she's a couple years younger. Let's find out from the internet. They'll say she's 39. According to People Magazine, which I now read. So here I am. Age 39 years. She was born December 2nd, 1981. 81? Mm Mm-hmm. December 2nd, 1981. Oh, so she okay, will be 40. Sense. She will be 40. Okay. I didn't know we were that close in age. That's wild to me. Mm-hmm. Because, like... I think it freaks me out every time I realize people that are similar to age, and I thought of them as adults. Exactly. So, wait, that means, like, Christina and Justin... Beyonce and I are all the same age. Also, Beyonce and Britney being wow. the same age, does that make sense to you? Cause she no Beyonce was born nine eight. She's nineteen eighty. Eighty one. No, she's. Wait, the beginning of B day nine four eight one. Yeah, she was born on nine four eight one. Okay, so she just. So turned she was also an eighty one. But still. yes, she just turned forty. So her and Britney so are I'm the same nine, age. I'm only I'm only nine years younger than Beyonce. But she's a goddess who's lived ages and ages. Like, how, like I that's impossible. I cannot wait to see you in nine years. I just like, we have been friends for so long and I've only seen you get better and better and better and better. And even when I, like when I met you, you were amazing. So I cannot wait to see you in nine years. Thanks. Maybe I'll be a CrossFit daddy at that point. I mean, I a certain pastor that both you and I are friends with uh, that you call a daddy, He's into, he was into CrossFit for a while. He knows it's Danny Prada. Oh, oh yeah, Danny Prada. But I was also wasn't Dan Mitchell into CrossFit for a while? Oh, of course, Dan Mitchell was into CrossFit. He is the dutiest dude there ever duded. But he's also amazing, and we love him. Most days, most days. Um. Okay. So I don't. Yes. Shall we move on from this section? I just want to say, um, yeah, we can move on. Um, just want to give a cute little plug real quick while it's, while it's in one national podcast day, um, to check out our podcast, which, um, Sarah has a podcast and I have a podcast. Uh, mine is called a tiny revolution and Sarah, what is your podcast called? 
making spaces, which also not to be grievanced, also maybe did you hear? So CBS just came out with a podcast called Making Space <laughs> with Hoda. Uh, so Hello? Hoda, isn't her name Hoda? It doesn't matter. Guess the wrong. Why would I listen to anything by a corporate monster like CBS? I think it's CBS. Um, anyway, so uh, Making Spaces, we... Uh, I'm coming out of a hiatus soon. I'm excited to talk to some folks that I'll be interviewing. Um, So, you know, it's going to happen. We're coming back. Uh, And I'm excited. When is Sonderlust 2 Electric Boogaloo Boogaloo going to happen? So Sonderlust, my first podcast, will be coming back as well. Yeah, Hoda, that's her name. See? Hoda Koda. Hoda Koda. She's amazing. So she's from the Today Show, right? Question mark. Again, uh, I do not watch things created I know, by I know, corporate I know. bullshit. I know. Anyway, so they came out with a podcast because I listened to 48 Hours and 2020 and all those crazy podcasts. And they keep interview, And I just skip it because I'm like, no, she took my name. But Making Spaces is mine and Making Space is hers. But Making Spaces will be coming back. And then uh, Sonderless is coming back. Um, it's going to need the right editor. So I'm excited about it. We'll be talking about my Airstream and my life the last couple of years. This is my Airstream, streaming my Airstream, streaming my So our announcement my- is... Or I guess I would say our ad is we would love for you to follow our other work as well as this. Mm. Share it. It has been so great. So can I tell the part about both of us being at weddings and being told like I was in England and was told that mm-hmm. folks listen to our podcast like yeah. British people. And then like and I, I you know, because I don't look at the numbers. And so I don't know because this is something that's so fun that you and I do that I don't spend time looking at the numbers. Whereas like my other podcasts, I do. But for this, it's just this is our fun thing. Right. So yeah. I didn't know how many people listen and to hear that, like, I'm at, like, I'm sitting around a campfire mm-hmm. with like people from all over the world. And this girl goes, Hey, Sarah, not to be weird. I know this is weird, but I just want to tell you that I love your podcast, your favorite ants. Mm-hmm. And I also listen to making spaces, mm-hmm. but I just love your favorite ants. And then this mm-hmm. British girl said, Hey, I just wanted to say, I'm also a huge fan. And mm-hmm. I, Kevin and she was like, I just love Kevin and you and the two of you together. And then you were at your wedding and what happened there? I was at my wedding with a bunch of my fraternity brothers who I haven't seen in 10 years. And my friend Jordan and we were pledge brothers together. And at first, dead ass, he looked me dead in the face. I did not recognize him for a solid five seconds. And then I go, it was like tick, 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 tick. I was like, Jordan you look incredible. Like I barely recognized him because he just like looked so like alive and good. Um, but it was just so fun to see them all again. But he was like, we were like having a drink. And he's like, not to fangirl, but your favorite dance is like a really good show. <gasps> and I was like, eh. I'm just like, I bet you like, did do that. I did do that because that's, you know, that's my signature move. Um, I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> no, I don't feel uncomfortable. I think that's my like, like my collie, like like yeah, yeah. Also, uh, follow all of our friends on Irreverent Media. I mean, it's mm-hmm. podcast day. I got to tell you, we are so lucky the people mm-hmm. we work with, um, yes. including our friends Dr. Robin um, and Anna on activist theology. 
Um, Josie on Talking in Church, Adrian and Josh on Dirty Rotten Church, church Kids. Yeah. Um, speaking in Church. What did I say? Talking in Talking Church? Talking in Church. I'm going to blame that on the weed. I really it's am. Um, and there's also just like, there's a lot of really cool things on the horizon for us. And so, bitch, just get on the ground floor. Follow us all so you can say, I remember when I was like one of the first people and you can yep. be one of those kids. Because who doesn't want to be one of the first? I mean, come on. Uh, yeah. So that's that. Should We're going to go into our next section where we are going to answer a couple of questions. And we've got some really so, good ones sent in. Yeah. Do you have a yeah, video so, for this one? Yeah, this section is called Decent Advice. Cute. So only only five only five seconds. Do I know why there's a dancing lady? I don't know, but it it's feels good. We don't know that's a dancing lady. It's just someone with nice feet. And only ladies wear those shoes. Doesn't matter what your body looks like. You're a lady in those shoes for that's sure. True. Oh god, a lady. Um, but yeah, so we've got some really good cues from you. I've got some really good cues over here. So hit us with the first one, Sarah. Also, before we go on, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. <laughs> right off the bat um if you ever have questions you can do it a couple of ways me and sarah always put a question box on our instagrams the day like on thursdays before the show starts so you can always put a question there always. you can leave it in the comments somewhere you can shoot us a dm or you can email us at ask your favorite at gmail.com we keep everything anonymous unless you have like a fake name you want us to use in which case i will okay so i'm gonna say this person is aj uh, made Ajay. 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 Uh, contacted me, left the cutest, this is a cute way to do it too. Left voice messages in my DMS, uh, person. Keep I them short to. though. Do not send me two. do don't, don't send me 45 messages of that are long. Keep it under 60 seconds for me. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> I got right. real defensive. You're fine. Um, I get less, you have more followers than I do across the world. So, which yeah. by the way, Kristen Howerton just told me about there's a date. She does not use it. She was just telling me I ran into Kristen Howerton and TJ Maxx, of course, um, nice. from I love we love her. Uh, and so she we were talking about our other friend who needs to start dating again, whatever, whatever. Found out there mm -hmm. is a influencer dating site. Didn't know. And you, my good lady, qualify for it. So should you want to ever the number of followers you have you have to have a certain number of followers to be put what's in this it set. called what's it called i don't know i'll text i'll text kristen and ask I okay know, this, I don't have it no this is something i would be very intrigued because at this point in my dating journey yeah. i'm willing i am willing to try anything okay i now here's the deal is like I'm an independent woman. I'm happy and joyful and of myself. And I know that I'm going to meet the right person, the perfect person at the perfect time. And, and I also got to show up. You know what I'm saying? It's a little yeah. bit of both. It's like trust that God's in charge of it, but work like she's not, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I love it. Um, so anyways, anyways, I digress. So AJ says this to me. Um, they were in a conversation with a friend who still works for a church and AJ has deconstructed as well as her husband. And so they were sitting around talking to this person and this person was talking about, Oh, I work for this really cruel, cool church. They're evangelical, but they're totally open. They're like super cool. They talk about this girl is saying this too. I know. AJ. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I'm already rolling my eyes. For uh -huh. those of you who are listening say, at home. Like, 
we're like, I totally understand the construction. I get where you guys are coming from. Our, ch- our church, we're very open. It's like a very open and inclusive space. Open um, and affirming and inclusive of the space of the people. Um, you know, and all the stuff that's happening with purity culture and like, it's so good to see all of that stuff fall down. Um, of course, like we don't believe in sex before marriage. Um, and we still believe in abstaining is the best, um, form of sexual ethics. So the question that AJ posed, I love that you had to mute and shake your hands. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. The question is, why do you <laughs> stop crying? Why do churches claim to no, be I'm against- laughing. I know, but you're going to start crying because you're laughing so hard. Why do churches claim to be against things that are causing people to walk away but still clinging to the rules? How do we build an ethic that isn't rules-based? So, right. A sexual ethic or just an ethic? I think it's all, it's, isn't, don't you feel like it's all, like, it's intersectional, right? So, like, it's the same people who are like, uh, you know what? Like, we are so loving of the gay community, the gay community, because there's only one community, the gay community. And there's only gay people. There's nobody, there's gays and straights. That's it. There's just gays and straights. Uh, We, but, you know, like, we still believe that God's best for us. You know what I mean? That's the God's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like, one of those things where like, they don't see the gap in their, lo- their own logic. Like right. that's, what's so wild is like they, and that's the, that's part of the problem is they, because they don't see this gap. It's like, the, like for, we'll just use the example that we have, you know, it's so happy to see purity culture going down, but we still think that sex before marriage is not God's best for you. Um, and the, my question w- for that would be, it's just like, well, do you make room for people who disagree with you? Right. Like, are, are you entertaining more than one position saying, hey, what we believe as a pastoral team is X, Y, Z things. And then, because like, and that's the thing is like, waiting till marriage to have sex is not ethically, morally wrong or, or, or it's not wrong. Right. Yeah. It's not superior or, or no. less or less than someone who has sex with whoever they want to, whenever they want to, it's just different. Um, And to say that, that waiting until marriage, that abstinence only sex education is the best way. um, It, you inadvertently, like, even if that's the thing, your best intent, again, intent over impact is what you're doing. And you get to look at your impact. That's important. Intent over impact. Because regardless, like, if you say that, like, waiting till marriage is the best thing, there's are, like, how many people, like, I think it's only, like, 10, like, less than 8% of people who actually wait until marriage. You're talking, like, to, like, 94% of the population and saying, you already fucked up. You're already not as good as us. Yeah. And also just, like, I just, I just want to know why. Like, like, I want to, I want to know the why. Why do you think it is? I, the thing I said is the Bible. Um, Fuck that, right? Because you're reading, you're reading into it. Um, I think the part that I and I, I will admit to like reading this and saying, oh, what you're really asking is like, how do you build an ethic that is not rule based, right? Because it's it's not just about mm. um, it's not just about like sex before. Is that the measure? Because I just learned about like crazy BYU sex that they don't consider it unless you're thrusting. It's not actual sex. Have you like yes. read all this stuff? I didn't I know. I saw that. I saw that on a meme. I was just like, 
Oh, y'all gonna be fucking kidding me. Where and they are no, what was it? Soaking. They call it soaking. Soaking. I know, which is like already that. You put the penis in the vagina, but you don't thrust. But if there's thrusting, is the sex not the penis, not the penetration? I don't like that. I just said penetration. I don't like that. I no, but I'm totally fine with you saying penetration. But it's just like y'all don't think that's sex. And then I also know like a lot of Mormons in college. would only engage with anal sex like and these are you know heterosexual couples and i'm like but it's not even what they find like that's not their pleasure yeah and that that might that might not even be pleasurable for them but they'll only do that because they think that's their only option and also it's like i mean we can go into a whole other conversation we're not gonna go so what i would like to say or what i would like how do you build an ethic that's right and I think uh, Shane brings up a good point. Consent, consent, consent. When we look at the Bible around a lot of this stuff, we have to understand that there is a – if you're going to use scripture, if you're going to use church structure, mm-hmm. uh, and a lot of us still do, even if we've deconstructed, we have to understand that it's all power-based and we don't understand the rules mm-hmm. of the game. So when we talk about like – man shall not lie with a man. What they meant was man shall not lie with a boy because there were often cultish practices that had to do with um, really having someone be subversive to someone else, submitting. It was very much like I'm in power. And so constantly the conversation really is about power and leveling the playing field. And so when we talk about this sort of stuff, we have to talk about what is the ethic of consent? What is the ethic of like, are we both in this? Is there mm. is there complete honesty? Is there complete openness? Is there consent? Is there uh, mm. flourishing? Uh, you know, I, I it, like. So, do, does everybody want to be there? Right. Because mm-hmm. um, I, the idea that there are kids who are having anal sex that are not even interested in it, but at least God's not mad at them, is Ugh. traumatizing to their sex life for the rest of their lives. It's mm. I would say more damaging. Then, oh yeah, um, like right because like I, I'm listening to if you want a really great podcast on relationships, Esther Perel's "Where Should We Begin?" All oh, I don't know season. about this, bitch. You want to get red? So you're good. about to. You're going to cry because you are going to get red. Because you know there. me so well, shit. <laughs> it's so like just as I'm listening to this, I'm like ah, because it's all about like she's like just helping people communicate with one another. It's like when you do this, like it's like you're hurting her. And that triggers this and that triggers that and there and bop, 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 but just like, and just like, you just keep like, what would happen if you just fucking stopped for a minute and breathed? Um, but uh, this one couple who was uh, talking on there, like they grew up, uh, one of them came from a Mormon household. And so pornography was like a super shameful thing for, for her. And like, just like a porn addiction was a thing that she had language around and she had the story in her head that because men watch porn, they don't want to be like the husband doesn't want to be with you, even though that's not true. Oh, so had if a, your husband's watching it, then it's a rejection. Yes. That's how, but she was feeling. Oh, and that's also God. the story that so much purity culture tells about it. So it's like, so they grew up with like, like two different like sexual ethics that they're still telling stories about. And, and are they being honest mm-hmm. about it? Are they talking to each other about it? Or is it just Finally, like, because they got on. And that's the thing. It's like when, you, like when you're super traumatized and you don't have communication skills, you actually can't talk and you can't level the playing field. So two things I would say 
is a if you're not if you're not in therapy, like if you're an even post evangelical or like Christian or anywhere get out your, here in the streets, get thine self into therapy. Yeah, find yourself a therapist. Um, there on there's many on sliding scales. Don't tell me you can't find one. Okay, we can help and you we'll, find one. We'll help you because <laughs> we yeah. we've done it for each other. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I I think like the question of like, how do we build an ethic that's not based on rules? I think Matthias Roberts has a great book. It's called beyond shame, yes, building a sexual so a healthy sex life on your own terms. Uh, and he says, um, when you're thinking about your own life, again, everything is going to be descriptive and not prescriptive. You have to look at the actions you're doing and ask, is this moving me towards connection or is this moving me towards disconnection? Like am I, like, am I getting closer to myself and to other people? Or is this action causing me to dissociate from my body and thus dissociate from the situation? So connection versus disconnection. Like, you know, so like I, when you, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm working through this stuff myself with, in therapy and all, like even I grew up in a non purity culture culture in Canada. And then I moved to an incredibly and chose purity culture for myself. Uh, and so I've got a lot of that shit just, in, mm -hmm. in and around and you and I talk about it all the time and there's all kinds of stuff that I will one day process and write a, a book that's going to shock the world. No, not but even one day. Soon. <laughs> now. You're currently working on it. You got yourself a fresh-ass therapist and you're working on it right now. I am. But one of the things I realize is how often I've disassociated from my body. She's mm -hmm. bad. She's all these things. And so to get into our own bodies so that we can then participate fully, like consent when you're not in your whole body is not full consent. I mean, it is like the person, like you, you can't blame the other person. Yeah. You can't blame the other person. And also you can't blame yourself, but it's just like, no. it's like, it's recognizing that, like you said, like you weren't, you weren't even aware that you had no. more depth to yourself. No. Um, and I like literally was talking to the, a therapist the other day about some trauma I have in my past around this stuff. And the, the therapist screamed and said, oh, my God, Sarah, you don't know the power that you're about to be able to take on. Because when we talk about these ethics, mm -hmm. when we talk about what does it mean to be here for ourselves and for the other person in this stuff, it is a powerful, powerful Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, like just this idea that how can we just fully embrace who we are, what we are, what we need and what we want. And then there is this mm -hmm. incredible freedom and people talk about it all the time. Mm -hmm. And yet we still want to play it's by the work I do rules. every effing day. Right. And that's the thing is like we think that like like purity culture and capitalism and sexism, et cetera, et cetera, keeps teaching us that if you play by the rules, you will win. If you play uh, by the rules, you'll get the thing that you want. If you play by our rule. And the thing is just like, we keep playing by the rules, but like the rules keep changing and the goalposts keep moving. And also once we get the thing, it's like, oh, we won the prize. I don't like it. And, then, and it's like, uh, is that it? And they're like, yeah. And you just keep, keep, you keep holding the prize. And it's like, and, and then, then you for go some people, and you like an Instagram account, and you're like, "I love the prize, I got the prize," <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? And everyone's and, like, "And then you got to fucking realize, bitch, you are the prize." <gasps> Stop it! Come on, Selah. Selah, I I really want to encourage uh, everyone to start questioning people who say 
any sort of like, ah, I'm so for Black Lives Matter. I am so for the end of purity culture. I am so for LGBTQI inclusion, but. If there's ever a but. If there's ever, the the only but I want to see is your ass on the marching line or on the dance floor, baby. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I, like I could go on for this question forever. So um, AJ, thank you for the question. Hopefully we answered it all right. I'd love to talk about it forever. I'm sweating because I Mm. love this conversation. So, but you had one more that you wanted to do. I'm sweating because I love this conversation. So can you say like, is that why you, is it because you love it or because it makes you yeah. a little nervous? No, it's because it's like excitement. <gasps> what? Ex- you get sweaty. A little bit, yeah. You get sweaty like, when you talk about inc- just. When I talk about uh, justice, but- when I talk about inclusion, when I talk about like people finding freedom, yeah, I start to sweat a little. Mm-hmm. Now the thing is just like starting to discover it for your own damn self. It's true. I've been talking about it forever for everyone else. And now this girl's owning her own shit. And that's the thing is like season two. (laughs) Electric Boogaloo. Um, You're still good. You're going to like, you're literally like, I can't wait for you just to turn into the moon, witch of my dreams. Ah, You deserve. So Um, next question, you will do one more of your questions and then we'll move into the closing. I know it's almost been an hour. Yeah. I've missed you. So let's just do, um, we'll answer some of these next week because like, there's some lovely things. Um, but this one is from, uh, they. I looked at their Instagram. I'm going to assume that they're a white cishet dude. Um, and we're going to call them KJ. Tom. KJ, okay. <laughs> we're going to call them um, KJ Norman. <laughs> um, oh my god there was a no we're gonna call them KJ Blair because KJ Blair was the name of this like world race famous person who was like I'm like, I'm like you're, a, you're a fucking faggot I know you are okay okay, okay. <laughs> I know you are I'm allowed to listen I'm here listen, I'm I queer know. and I'm reclaiming that word you can and if people, you're allowed and if people don't like it sorry not sorry okay. um, anyways uh, the question from KJ Blair is should I start a deconstruction podcast or is the market too saturated? Hmm. Mm. As a podcast who kind of lives in that space, what a very interesting question. Oh, I would. What do you think, Sarah? I think it's pretty saturated. I mean, it is, but the question, like, so like, Okay, so I have to, I need to admit to. Well, like, I like, I mean, I personally think that there's a false binary here, but you go and I'll get into it. I was answer. just going to say the same thing. So the, here's the truth. There are a lot of people talking about it, but they aren't you. Mm-hmm. So if you feel like you can, I just think there's such an opportunity. Like, there's a thing that you do that only you can do. And so I would say, yeah, start the podcast. If it's a something that if there's something about it that you mm-hmm. just cannot, that's the muse. That's the muse. Mm-hmm. That's the big magic. That's the thing. Yeah. So you might think you're about to start a podcast about deconstruction and then you're going to talk about something else mm-hmm. because that might be the thing that's launching you into the thing. So you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so I would say don't just yeah. not do it because so many people are doing it because not so many people are you. And also, I would just like to raise the point that actually, no, not a lot of people are doing it. Do you know how there's only like 20 people who are doing it? You just know them. <laughs> I feel like that's the case with us. Like, No, that's the thing. It's just like, 
Because like around the like even the ones that I know that are just like we're in like kind of like interesting Venn diagrams right now. Like we're right. we're kind of in each other's orbit. I don't listen to them all because frankly I can't. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Yeah, it's just it's too much for you. Do you know what I listen to mostly? Um just gay podcasts, just gay people talking about pop culture. No, apparently you listen to amazing relational ones. I cannot like literally oh, after well, this, yeah, I'm it's about like, to like hop onto that. Oh, listen, you will binge it and you will understand so much about yourself because like I see like there's a couple of like oh my god, the episode, especially the episodes where there's cheating involved. Oh I'm just like I just feel so seen. Mm. I'm just like because also Esther Perel wrote this amazing book called The State of Affairs. And it's actually talking about like, y'all got to understand people don't cheat for no reason. And also, Mm -hmm. can we talk about how monogamy is this thing that is held up as like the standard that we've practiced for forever and this institution that we hold so holy and continuously break? Mm. Like we have to just say it's like, it's like, it's like divorce, divorce and, uh, or um, uh, adultery is a time honored tradition, even more, even more honored than marriage. I mean, statistically, it's it's statistics. And and, and it's also just to say, just like, can we just like take an honest look at like what's actually happening in a person's mind when it's going on? If we, because if we can understand what's going on, then maybe there's a different way of understanding how relationships can move forward if they need Mm -hmm. to or want to. Um, And as somebody who has been a cheating asshole, like, I gotta say, like, I now understand why I did what I did. And now I'm much more honest about, like I'm now completely honest about what I want and what I need. <sighs> I don't know what we were talking about before. I do. So you were oh, saying. The podcast, the podcast, the dude starting a podcast. Um, yeah. There's only, if you actually think about it, there's only a handful of us out here who are doing it. And the thing about it is, is like, I know so many podcasts who start and then stop. Some people don't make it five episodes before they're just like, eh, it's not worth it for me. It's not, it's not doing what I want it to do. It's like, and like, the thing about it is, is that, yeah, uh, if you're an indie podcast starting out, you're, you're scraping for like, you know, 10, 15 listeners for a minute sometimes. But the thing about it is, is if you like it, keep doing if it. it's helping, like, yeah, you should keep doing it. Cause at the end of the day, it's like, yes. It, don't don't start podcasting if you want to make money. That's a stupid thing. Start a podcast because it's a great way for you to create some something that you feel might help something, or if it's just to help yourself. Um, and it's I find it to be very fun. That's why I continuously do it. Like at the end of the day, I wouldn't do it if I didn't enjoy it. So the answer is yeah. If you want to, the 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 yeah. the, the like you know sure the market's saturated, but like so who gives a fuck? Like, I also want to say we've been taught that our feelings are not divine sparks. We've been taught that you can't trust the way you feel about something. This might be a divine spark in you. So run down that hole. Mm. Run down that hole, you guys. As you said, I'm just like, I'm a slut. I mean, I thought about it too. What Here is wrong comes with us? the whore. Where is that Hello, from? And I was like, whore. what are you calling me? <laughs> what are you calling me? No, um, there's this, um, this is like TikTok sound clips. It's like, Here comes the boy. And, but it's just like, it's like if people are showing like their puppies and shit like that. Uh, yeah. And there's also one that says, Here comes the whore. And I'm like, 
Hello, whore. Um, Hello, whore. That is what is what did your friend call you? Whore legs, some shit like that. Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, bunny, so legs. we are gonna start wrapping up our time here because it's late. It's late where I am, and I f- I know. I think I think I might go to a drag show if they're doing <gasps> it. Also, for my birthday, I took my dad to a drag show, and it was the best. My parents <sighs> and my brother, my like very cisgendered heterosexual brother who like and they were putting dollar bills and i cannot believe it you texted and asked me if i had the dollar bills i mean it's fair um i mean i just needed to make sure that you were not going to be terrible oh yes you raised me there's um raised no in this world yes you did you're the one who like raised you help me understand it Okay. So well, I'm still helping you understand it. Um, there's a sure. show tonight, so I will go into that. I'm very excited. I'm very excited um, for you too. So, uh, closing up, please send us questions. We would yeah, be happy. Love to hear from you. We're gonna skip grievances, which I think is fine because I think we had enough. Like, did you hear? Is at the start. Yeah. Yeah, and I also feel like you know I don't always want to like if there's any. I don't really have anything I need to read on anybody besides like. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I just feel, I feel pretty, pretty even keel right now, you know? Um, so yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. We love it. It's, tell your friends, it was, subscribe, yeah, tell, rate. Yeah, please rate, subscribe, share, um, share this podcast with your friends, your lovers and your enemies, you know? <sighs> yeah. Spread it. Um, we'd also love to know who would you like to see on the show coming up. So please let us know on social media. I'm trying. We're trying to get all the girls on here. We're trying to get the Brendas. We're trying to get the DRCKs, the Doctor Robins. They like, asked Doctor Robin is like we just need to tell Doctor Robin to stay away. Doctor Robin is ready. That's the thing. When does Doctor Robin week. go to sleep? Like uh, four p.m. <laughs> the siesta is real for Robin, and they are although. Up so early i mean me and robin are kind of on the same wavelength like i'm 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 one second away from becoming like the like the 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 abuelite of my dreams of just being completely like i mean look at this cardi like i'm i'm just i'm wearing workout shorts and a tank top and a gross cardi and like my hair is yeah i think you look great Thanks. All right, everyone. Um, You can follow me across the internet at the Kevin Garcia, and you can go buy my book, Bad Theology Kills, and buy some merch on my website. That's what I would like to share with you. You can follow me at Rev Sir Heath across the internet as well. You can buy my books on Amazon or Cokesbury. uh, And I'm really excited about some things that are coming out soon. And so Mm -hmm. just follow along. Yeah, or don't. And if you don't, you hate women and you hate. Yeah, you. (laughs) That's it. We are terrible people. No, I'm. We are your favorite ants. We We are your favorite ants. Please hydrate. Um, Do you have any? Yeah, that's. Is that your your advice for the week? Your piece of good advice. Yeah. So my big note, my big advice for the week. Are you ready? Mm. My big advice for the week is that. Um, a lot of people hydrate incorrectly. <laughs> just found this out this week. They try to drink all the water all at once. Your body can't process it. You got to take start, sips. You got to take sips. Peeing. It, if you're peeing too much because you're drinking too much water, it's because you're drinking it 
two in like too short of a time. So fill a water bottle and drink it throughout the day instead of drinking one big water bottle. Even though it's the same amount, it your body processes it differently. So hydrate correctly. Just make sure you're drinking some fucking water, okay? I like mean, I don't care. I don't care. There. I don't care how you do it. I just care that you do. And I would also say begin to wear sunscreen earlier than you think. And mm-hmm. also um, begin to <laughs> begin to moisturize sooner than you think. Because like I'm now at a point in my life, I'm like, Jesus Christ, like what's going on with this sandpaper like mache moment on my forehead? I'm 10 years ahead of you, so I'm like starting to have like weird. So guys, don't be us. I mean, your yeah. skin is gorgeous. I don't want to hear it. For now, do you see that? It's forming. Hello, grandmother. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming for you. No, um, but that that's not anything a little Botox can't fix along with my hairline that my daddy's going to buy for me. So I am not against either of those. Have a great night. Thank you Thanks so much. Thanks for joining for us for another episode of Another Insane Mistake. We love you so much and goodbye. We love you. Bye. We love you. Bye.